0: I'm Debbie Kitterman and welcome to Dare to Hear the podcast where we equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God and today in this episode part two I have author and um, international speaker James Levesque and if you were not able to listen to last week's episode I want you to do that and if you haven't got his book yet fire I want you to uh At the end of the show, we're going to tell you how to get this and how to connect with James. But James serves as an international speaker, church planter, and young emerging apostolic voice in New England and across America. His heart is to see an awakening and a revival overtake Christianity and every culture. James, along with Mm -hmm. his wife, Debbie, pastor, Engaging Heaven Church in New London, Connecticut. It exists to establish a culture of revival through radical obedience. And as you were listening on last week's episode, not only um, is um, his church Engaging Heaven in New London, that's the first one, but he has church plants across America. So I'm sure you can find that on his website as well. Mm -hmm. But James, um, last episode, we talked about several things about your book and we talked about fire, but I wanted to come back and ask you this question about fire and um, about what is the fire of God because I think that this is a concept that um, in the church and in Christianity we say it but people don't necessarily exactly understand what it really means to ignite the fire of God so could you just kind of take us um, and teach us a little bit on what this means
1: sure um, there, there is there is a whole chapter in the book where I I go through the Old Testament till now, but in a, in a, in a you know condensed version for the podcast, the Bible says our God is a consuming fire, and when you think about the Day of Pentecost, the Bible says tongues of fire begin to fall on everybody's face. Fire is always biblically connected with you know uh, outpouring, as you saw in Acts two. It says God is a consuming fire. And and I love, most importantly, Matthew 3, where he said, look, the one that's coming is going to baptize you. He is the baptizer of fire, the Holy Spirit, water, and fire. And there's three distinct things there. There was the Holy Spirit, there was the water, and then there was fire. And I like to focus, and I wanted to focus in this book of the fire. Because I feel like there is a point in our lives as believers where God wants to give us a fire, a baptism of fire for the purpose that he's called us to, right? Jesus said how he came and just longed and wished that fire was already lit. So, well, you know, when we're talking about fire, we're talking about the fire of God. We're talking about the fire of Pentecost. And we're talking about the baptism of fire.
0: That is so good. That is so good, and and I think several. You share several testimonies and stories throughout the book because you do travel and because you do connect with people all over the place. So when you're talking about like when the fire of God is in our life and it's it's consuming us, what kind of things um, should somebody expect to? be a part of the fire of God you talk about healings you talk about talking to people so can you expand on that just a little bit
1: yeah I think when you the fire of God is on your life it's going to be a power for service I think you're going to see you know you operating every listener right now operating in signs and wonders operating in the prophetic Um, I think there's a discernment you know I think about the book of Luke when Jesus shows up and you know after He was crucified and they said, man, didn't our hearts not burn within us? And I feel like when the fire of God is on you, there's a burning within you of the word of God, of revelation, the sensitivity of the spirit. I always say this, there's two realms that are at operation at any given moment. There's the realm of heaven and the kingdom of darkness. And the reality is we have the ability to discern both, but you are only going to reflect the realm that you're most aware of. And so when you have the fire of God in you, you are aware of the kingdom of heaven. You are aware of what the Holy Spirit is doing. You're walking in them all, and God is speaking to you. You Wherever you go, there's an awareness of that presence. So I believe that's one of the great things that the fire does in our lives.
0: Yeah, that is so good. That is so good. And I I think, you know, one of the chapters, because you have all these um, principles. So um, I'm not going to give them all away. But you have one of the principles that I really love, which is the one about walking in supernatural courage. That was principle number four. You have uh, 12 principles all together in your book, Fire. Come on. But um, I'm going to read something that you wrote. Um, on page 69 because as I was reading this I thought this is exactly where the church uh, a lot of the church is that I think that they they think about oh yeah we want the fire of God but then they go uh and fear overtakes them and this whole chapter was on that but you said two things one you said courage will always make a way
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: love that and then you said this you you said <laughs> I'm just going to read this, this little quote right here. You said, um, life begins at the place where others are backing out and turning back. And you talked about a little bit about that nobody really wants to face resistance in life. And as soon as things become difficult for us as believers, that we're like, well, the grace is lifted, the season is over. And can you talk a little bit about that and how we step into this principle of courageousness?
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, I always say the difference between boldness and courage, and I mentioned in the book is boldness. Uh, there's no fear there. There is a boldness. It is a faith, and it's no fear present. The courage, there is fear, and in the face of fear, God gives us that. You know, we have a courageous spirit. You know, to do what God's calling us to do. But but the reality is this: this this, this walk with God has challenges. We live in a day where nobody wants challenges. Anybody feels like if there's difficulty. I was actually teaching last night at our, at our Bible school that Moses in Deuteronomy 29, and he was looking, thinking about his congregation in Israel. And he said, as a bird stirs the nest, so God will deal with us. And what we don't like is when the nest gets stirred, right? If there's, if there's anything difficult or, you know, when that nest gets stirred, the eagles realize they can stand and fly. And that happens with us. We don't like difficulty. We don't like challenges. And, and we need to realize that it's the dark areas that God wants us in. You know, I asked uh, a, a great woman of God, Heidi Baker, who's a friend of mine. I said, why did you go to Mozambique? This little white woman from Laguna Beach basically was used to transform a whole nation, a continent. And she told me it's because they knew it was the darkest area on the planet and they wanted to go. Man, today we don't go to the darkness. We want the comfort. And comfort is a scary thing today. And so what we, you know, we all say the grace is lifted. If anything seems difficult, no, that is where the grace is found. And that's many times where God is asking you to plow and see the greatest breakthrough in your life.
0: I love that. I absolutely love that. Because I think as being a pastor, sometimes that's the thing that people come to us. Well, I think the grace is lifted for me in this season. And I'm like, no, it hasn't. (laughs) you've just given up you've just stopped and I think that that all too often we partner with the spirit of fear and we don't actually realize it um and so I think that that chapter as I was looking at I think that's why it resounded so much with me because it really is that that's the place what you said is where grace is found to push through and if we're going to be um carrying the fire and ignite the fire again not just in our own personal life but in our churches and across America, we have to become courageous. And I love how you gave the definition between the difference between boldness and courage. I absolutely love that. Okay, the next, the next principle was the next one right after that. And it was, um, it was the learning to dream again. Um, And I think that in our congregation, uh, we inherited um, a congregation that was a turnaround church for us. And so it was an older congregation. And I think I've noticed that there's many of those um, mature Christians that saw God move before but that they've kind of not kept the dream alive because they think they're can you talk with us about this principle of dreaming
1: sure absolutely on the understanding of outpouring as you and I know the Joel chapter 2 said in the last days I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all men all flesh which is everybody listening to the podcast he said your young your young men will dream uh, he said, your young men will see vision, but your old men, the older folks, would begin to dream dreams. Look, we're looking for signs of outpouring. And I'm going to tell you one of the greatest signs is when old folks, and I say that in a respectful, honoring way, when the over 50 crowd begins to dream again. That is a sign of outpouring. And so what the enemy wants to do, the Bible says, hope the fruit makes the heart sick. When the Holy Spirit moves and the fire of God falls, you will begin to dream again. You will begin to fall out get hungry for God, want to chase some of those dreams that you might have gave up on when you were younger. And we are watching people. I did a um, an over 50 conference in Morningstar. They asked me to come in. Literally, it was an over 50 crowd. You know, here I am in my 30s doing a doing a conference for an over 50 crowd. And the funny thing is when I was done preaching about dreaming again, There were people that gave up their platform, left their church, and God said, go back in. I'm going to do a new thing. There are people that left the missions field and said, God said, go back out to the nation. So look, dreaming again is essential when God is moving, and it's a sign of outpouring.
0: I absolutely love that because I think that's, that's so true. Like I, we challenge people that are in that over 50. We just turned 50 this year. So, you know, Come um, on, but I'm still dreaming. I'm still dreaming, but I always challenge them. Okay. But what is God doing for you today? I know what God did for you 20 years ago. And we have this guy in our church that like 20 years ago, I, you know, watched God heal people all the time, but not today. And I love that you did an over 50 crowd because these are mature believers that have. walked through a lot of stuff and they just kind of went "Eh, I think that my time is done but our time really isn't done not until not until Jesus comes back not until we're taken home whatever comes first and I I absolutely loved how you had that chapter in there on dreaming again because I also think too that sometimes with the younger generation it's that courage piece right that they that they It gets tough and then they stop. So then they don't dream again because they think, well, maybe this wasn't from God. I mean, I think there's so many times like, I'm like, okay, either we are on the cusp of breakthrough with a spirit happening or we're supposed to stop. And if there were so many times when I stopped, I never would have saw the breakthrough. We never would have saw the outpouring of what God wanted Mm. to do um, in us. But what would you even say to the younger generation? Because some of them might have stopped dreaming again, or they can't see the possibility. And so what what would you say to them about continuing
1: to you Yeah, I think dreaming is essential for all ages. But in that same scripture, it says young men would see visions and young women, would see visions. And what I think is so essential is that the younger generation needs to have a fresh vision of Jesus. Not this crazy version we have now, but the real thing. See what the older generation had done, they have encountered God. They just need that, that fresh dream again. The younger people don't have a fresh vision, so they don't even have a fresh dream. When you have a fresh vision of Jesus, you will begin to dream for him and things will come up in your heart. And you'll realize like life isn't about working some dead end job and just having money. I promise you that will you'll die empty. Life is about giving yourself for lives that are being changed around you, loving on the poor, p- praying for the sick, giving yourself to something greater than yourself, you know? And so what I'm watching is a younger generation, man, they're selling out to everything. They're walking away from corporate jobs because they just rather serve the Lord. They're giving up all the things that this world has told them is going to make them happy so they can find the peace of God and live without compromising their convictions.
0: That's so good. That's so good. I love that. Um. So James, just as we wrap up this, I want you to be, um, I want you to pray um, over uh, the audience about reigniting the dreams within inside of them so that we can really ignite the fire of God. So I want you to leave us with that because last week you did pray about igniting the fire, but this week I want you to pray about like just um, reigniting those dreams within us, no matter how young or how old we are, yeah. that we yeah. would be so sold out to Jesus and that we wouldn't like quit and also just kind of a prayer of courageousness too so however god's going to do that but before sure. we get there um can you tell our um, listeners and those of, that are watching us on youtube where they can connect with you about your daily podcast which um is fire in and of itself but also about your book fire and how they can yes. find that
1: 100 they could follow me on on the online platforms instagram at james underscore levec um, Twitter's at James Levesque, Facebook, Pastor James Levesque. And then of course, daily Monday through Friday, you can download free all platforms. If it's Android Podbean, it's on Spotify, Apple podcasts, it's called Engaging Heaven Today with James Levesque. And it's a 13 minute devotional every day, full of fire, all things Jesus. So, um, and then the book, of course, that's why we're here. You that's can right get it there. on. Yep. You can get it on Amazon of course, Barnes and Noble, any website. And then I want to offer you on our website, engagingheaven.com for twelve ninety nine, dollars you get an autographed copy from us. So we'll ship that to you. And I promise this book is like been a visitation from the Lord. God's hand's been all over and it's going to be such a blessing to you when you purchase it.
0: Yeah. And let me just encourage our listeners and our watchers that you want to go straight to his website as an author, that's where the, that's where I would want people to come is come straight to my thing. And you'll get a signed copy from James. And so that's an wonderful, wonderful, wonderful opportunity for them. And oftentimes as a author, it's cheaper than you can find on Amazon or any of the online retailers or going to the bookstore. So I just want to promote and just say that they should probably go to your website because that helps you a lot as well. And so James, as we end today's episode, um, would you pray us out with um dreaming again and this courageousness
1: however the lord leads yeah 100 father i thank you for this podcast this broadcast i thank you for uh even debbie and her faithfulness to you lord i pray for everybody listening for fresh fire fresh boldness god awaken inside of us your dreams father i call the dreamers forth that you would open our eyes to the things that you've called us to do god i pray that we would look at life with no limits and no boundaries, that all the chains would be off, and we would realize that nothing is too difficult for you. So, Father, I open the eyes of our understanding to dream again in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Uh, let, let, me do, let me just share something really quick that I was seeing. Absolutely. When I started the ministry, I was 18 years old, and this is how I started. I had no, man, I dropped out of high school. I had no education. Nobody would have called me, literally. Like, man, I was just from the gutter. And when I was praying one day as a young teenager, the Lord said this to me, if you you could do anything in life right now and you wouldn't fail, what would you do? Mm. And man, it took me. And he said, if you had unlimited resources, unlimited friends, anointing money, and you knew you wouldn't fail, what would you do? And I realized at that moment, for me, it was the answer to my destiny. So the point was no limits, no boundaries. It's time to dream again.
0: That's right. Oh, I love that. And uh, and actually, you talk about that a little bit in the book too. Plugging the Come book on. more time for people. Um, this one one of the things, James, that I love about you is um, I had watched you in research. I had watched you on other um, shows and podcasts and stuff. And you, it is evident that as people watch you and listen to you, that you carry the fire of God. You are just um, not just outgoing, but it is all over you as you do that. And I just um, I just speak. I just speak. Just um, it's hard to explain what I'm seeing for you is I I just see like we were talking off of camera um, about just the different places where God is having you um, start new churches with the engaging heaven. But I really, I I just see those little pin drops, you know, on the maps, pin drops on the maps but I see it actually going outside of the country. I see God expanding your horizon and engaging church is actually going to be um, not just in the country of America, but it's going to be international and he's going to strategically drop pins for you across the map. And I think it's something that you've been praying about and it's been something that uh, God has been moving on your heart and you've been asking him, where's the first international location supposed to be? And, you know, I mean, maybe you are, but maybe this will be something that you can process with God. But I begin to see that. And I begin to see a network um, that goes just not just beyond just the country, but goes beyond that. And so I just Hallelujah. want to thank you for being a guest on um, the podcast oh, man. today. I have enjoyed your book thoroughly. I love it. And as a pastor, I'm like, how can we get this in there? And I'm like, I want to steal his holy the the fire nights. I want to steal that title. So I hope Come that's on. okay if I like take that. It's we, yours. We always <laughs> called encounter. We always called them encounter nights. But I'm like. I want people to encounter Jesus, but I want the fire of God to come. The fire of God comes, not just on our lives personally, but on us corporately. It changes everything, and it really reignites the fire. So I just really want to, again... Tell everybody, you want to get this book, Fire by David You want to get that because you want your life to be changed and you want to be on fire for God. One of the things James talks about in his book is becoming burning ones and that it needs to be happening all across America. And if you're listening and you're not in America, it needs to be happening in your country as well. So again, thank you, James, for joining me. Oh, uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you for listening to Dare to Hear the podcast where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. Thank you for listening today. I'm Debbie Kitterman. If you were encouraged in any way, we would be honored if you would subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel or both. We'd ask that you leave a review, but most importantly, we ask that you share it with your friends. So not only can they hear about Dare to Hear the Podcast, but that they can hear about James and his book, Fire, because we want the fire of God to spread not just in us, but into everyone that we meet. And we want to spread fire across this nation and into the other countries around the world. So thank you for joining us today on Dare to Hear the Podcast. Until next time, I'm Debbie Kitterman. We'll see you then. i hey. hey.